Hello, and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Xinxi, and oh, I hate Mondays too. show everybody i hope you're all enjoying your mondays which is the day that this episode comes out but we're recording on sunday um you know just to make things confusing for everybody at the table here who's joining me at the table here today uh switchgerald your friendly neighborhood or former wallpaper salesman yes former i'm glad to hear former because i didn't really approve of what you did to get that wallpaper that's not that's not really uh go into that anymore that's your i'm I'm sorry. I'm not so- on board. You were the one who was plugging it every five minutes. Well, I barely mentioned it. Okay, I've, all right. I've all barely right. mentioned it since. All right, so former, former. Like, okay, let's not, yeah, let's not focus on the past. Yeah. I'm just glad to hear you reformed. Yes. I mean, what are you doing now? I'm buying plastic. Okay, right, all right. Plastic's going to make a comeback in around 2035. Okay. You know, it's on a de- decrease now, but so I'm buying those plastics. Don't recycle, give it to me. I'll give it a good price. And then in 2035... I'm in the money. So you're stockpiling plastic. Stockpiling plastic. Well, what, what are you doing for money now? Well, I don't really have... Mon- money's a, it's a concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. It's, it's, not, it's not real. So... Okay. okay. There's a lot of dogs involved in my... Ah, oh, dear. Wait, hold on a second. Why are dogs involved again? Because people love dogs. Okay. And if they want to see dogs again... Oh God, Fitz! I thought you were on the straight and narrow. I am on the straight and narrow. Okay, so why do you why are you say if dogs if people want to see dogs again? I just want to leave it as that like a an ominous threat. <laughs> so your business is predicated on an ominous threat. That's yeah, your that ominous, was your business yeah. plan. Yeah, you presented it. You went to the bank to get a loan for your business, and you basically well, this is the premise of the plan. Do you want to see your dogs again? Well, I'm mainly not the bank, but like people in my area. Mm. Is it is it a dog meme subscription service? Basically, basically. So you have dog memes to people. Yeah, we so want to see the dog memes. You want to see your dog memes? So it's dog yeah. memes. Yeah, definitely okay. someone along those lines. Okay, maybe okay. physical dogs as well. But I don't know. I think you might be misjudging the market's need to see dog memes, though, Fitz. And I'm still not sure how this ties into the whole plastic stockpile. Well, I need money to give to give people to give me their plastic. Okay, and you get that money from them. From withholding dog memes. Well, memes are more like a um, uh, not an acronym. It's a is is a polite way of saying kidnapping people's dogs. Ah, uh, okay. This yeah. is what I was worried yeah. about. This yeah. is what I was worried it's about. Bad. So you are actually kidnapping. No, I'm still doing that. No, <laughs> you, know, you know, people will just give away plastic for free. What? They just give it to you. They're throwing it out. I got mm. so much plastic for my business. I'll give it to you all. What is your business, sir, if I may ask? I, I will call you sir, even though you are, you're quite young. Um, how old do you think this, this young whippersnapper is, Fitz? No more than 15. 15, 15. I'd say about 12, actually. He's very fresh. That's, that's very offensive. 
Why is it offensive? Because I'm 16. You Whoa. put your way off. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. This is this is one of the things that we do on this show. We guess people's ages ah, to their face. Very rude. I won. I always say that. I always maintain it's very rude, but I can't help myself. I can't it's help a fun myself. Game. Yeah, it's it's an alright game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We all like it. Yeah. It goes on. Some people said it goes on way too long, yeah. um, and it, it it doesn't really add up to much, but. I disagree. I think it's important. I think it's important that we know that this person is 16 because there's going to be some racy language said a bit later, young whippersnapper. Okay. What's, what's your name? My name is Engelbert hum- Humble Dick. Sorry, I got it wrong. It's a mouthful. I haven't learned how to say it yet. You got your name wrong. <laughs> Engelbert Humble Dick. You got your own name wrong. Okay, that's fine. You can call, that's me, fine. You can call me M- Engel, Engel Dick. Engel sure. Dick. That's what my friends call me. You sure? You Sorry, sure? friend. Correction. Okay. All right. Your your friend calls you Angle Dick. Yeah. Okay. You can call you something right. else. You can call me where you want. Oh, cool. I'm free and easy. What are you going to call him? Humble Dick. Oh, okay. I'm just going to call you uh, uh, Angle after one of my favorite uh, socialists. Oh, Marx. Yeah. No, no, no. F- Friedrich Engel. Tony, Tony Ben. No, 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 no. Where, where does it... I mean, nobody goes around calling Tony Ben Engel. I do know who Tony Ben is. How old are you? I read about him in history. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. You seem like a very, very uh, knowledgeable Oh, when you ask me what my business is, I'm the COO of Huel. Holy shit. For humans. Wow, I did ask him what this was. It's amazing how I just brushed past, like, asking... I asked him that question, and I didn't expect to follow up. Because I was too hung up on the whole age thing, I guess. Sorry, Huel, you work... You you are the COO. I I invented Huel. You should. Well, I was inspired. More what like. is fuel for people who don't know? Yeah, it exactly. Is, what fuel is fuel for humans? Because before there was no fuel for humans, and we've invented it. Remember when you were hungry all the time because all you had to eat was placenta? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's human fuel. Does, doesn't mean you have to. So like, do you have to take it in the same way that like fuel is usually taken? No, like, for your nozzle. Oh, okay. I'm not... Before there was no other fuel. Ah, so mum made you eat placenta. So you're okay. Are you taking credit for food? <laughs> That's what I've invented. Oh, wow. So let me get this straight. At Human no... fuel. It's a, it's a drink. Okay. It's a drink. So it's liquid. Yes. So it's no, there's no, I mean, in my head, when you mention human fuel, I imagine some sort of like service station well, where humans where go up to, sell it. they get a nozzle and then they insert the nozzle on themselves and they fill themselves where, where up they with it. Where they insert the nozzle? I don't know. I mean, like, let's think about this. Let's think about it. The car, right? Well, technically that where you insert the nozzle on the car, that, that's kind of like the belly button, isn't it, of the car? Mm. The belly button of the car is where you insert. I mean, cars don't have mouths, but like um, they do have holes and orifices. The exhaust is obviously the the, the butthole, um, and the uh, fuel nozzle is the belly button. Mm, but that's how they do it. Where I discovered it, but but here we're just doing it for the mouth, the okay. old-fashioned way. Okay, okay. So no nozzles are involved in this process. There will be nozzles in the future, but right now, it's just bottles. That's why I've got so much plastic for you. So you want... You can even buy plastic. i got a lot of plastic. Oh, okay. How much? T- Twelve tons. Oh, no, I think he was asking yeah, how much oh. you, well, he, do you want for the plastic? Well, normally we pay someone to take it away, so... So you're telling me my whole business model is wrong? <laughs> it's, it's, it's flawed, I'd, I'd say. Well, we'll name the one floor. Well, kidnapping dogs, first of all. Let's get to <laughs> the kidnapping dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not the business. Okay, all right, all right. Let's yeah. not get money for the business. But I would say kidnapping dogs is already crossing a few lines there. Like, it's... Uh, you could probably... Yeah, I'm still not seeing how it factors into the business. I think you could probably disband your whole dog kidnapping like, department. Maybe I like kidnapping dogs. 
Well, I so wasn't going to say, Vince, because I've noticed a theme from most of your businesses that you've pitched on the show, uh, which haven't turned out well from the sounds of it. They all involve something ha- something bad happening with dogs. No, 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 no. Yeah, probably a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I, like I said, I'm just glad you're on the straight and narrow, but like, um, I, you know what, I'm glad we're making connections here today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Dick are going to... Speak after the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure that you and uh, you and Engel here um, can probably like. I mean, you you you've got a few years on Engel. You can probably give him a how few, many years exactly? I don't know. Like, how many years do you have on Engel? He's 16. You're I'm at least 45. Wow. Yeah. No, you don't look it. You don't. No. Look, you, you don't look it. It's a dog blood. <laughs> so that's that's what you're using it for. So you, you're kidnapping the dogs to get the dog blood to keep yourself young. Is that what you're saying? Um, there's yeah. many secrets to the universe and I know one of them. So, <laughs> well, okay. well, you and know, I what? know the other, <laughs> what's the other secret to the universe? But you, humans need fuel. Humans, humans need fuel. And dog blood keeps you young. So <laughs> okay. Young. So young. Okay. That's two, so, two secrets so of the universe right there. I, I see a possible, Awful, terrible synergy um, opportunity here. I'll let you guys work it out yourselves, but like, let's talk about the future. You mentioned the future before, didn't you? Did I? You did mention the future. Oh. Heal. Heal. Yes. Nozzles. Nozzles. Nozzles are the future, right? Yeah, that's where I got the idea from, the future. The fu- you got the idea from the future. <laughs> I did. Not Okay. The future as in the concept of the future or the rapper? Both. I went, I went to the future with future. <laughs> So it's, went, not, went, it's not just the name. He can. I was, I was hanging out with my mom and Future, and she went to go and have another baby so she could feed us. And then we went into a box, and then we we're in the future, and everyone was eating Huel was with that, nozzles. Wow! And was, I got the idea, and I went home, and then I made it. Were you the inventor of Huel in the future? I don't know. I never specified who oh, okay. invented it, but I invented it now. So in the future, I will be the inventor of it. Okay, know. so it's a self-fulfilling prophecy mm. in some ways. But they already had it when I got there. Why were you, uh, was is that was Future kind of surprised by it, or did he seem kind of like like this sort of thing happened to him all the time? Um, he didn't say much. Okay, he didn't say much. Many outlets. Because I've always been a bit awkward between Future and me. Uh, well, yeah, because he's like what he's like a a, a trap rapper uh, um, who's quite famous uh, for collaborating with people like The Weeknd and Kanye it's West. Those are kids, yeah. Mm. And you're a 16 year old entrepreneur. I don't see yeah. like what you'd have much to discuss, really. Yeah. Well, my mum's very annoyed about it. <laughs> yeah, going to the future of future and not telling yeah. her. Like, she came back. She had some placenta for us, and we had no, no, no one there to eat it. That's you brought back placenta from the future. No, she brought. It oh, to she like, brought it to you. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. So, I, 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 you do, your mother does is aware that there are other alternatives to placenta as well. What? Like, yeah, there are. There are. Well, there's Huel. Well, there's Huel, obviously. But where does your mother get the placentas from? The babies that she has, like uh, me, okay. and all the others that have been discarded. And didn't you oh, say oh, that future was having a lot of babies as future well? Has lots of babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. There seems to be some sort of like, again, awful, terrible more, synergy more opportunities. Synergy is a great word, I'll let you work it off, um, work it out and work it oh, off. Oh, my mum is January Jones. Okay, way. okay. Oh, wow. Forgot to mention that. I wasn't aware that she had a kid. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, clearly, clearly. You are very blonde. You are very blonde. You're very young. Um, you're the perfect sort of, like, you're the perfect image of a privileged person. Oh, I thank think. you very much. No, that's, that's, that's not meant to be a compliment. <laughs> Sounds like, sound like it's quite nice. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, meant yeah, to be a compliment. Yeah. I, was, I was just saying. I want to be privileged. 
All right. So, look, we're talking about the future. We're talking about privilege. We're talking about all these sorts of things. And I think this is very on point to uh, kick off the discussion about today's book. Uh, more of a novella, really. I'm talking about H.G. Wells's The Time Machine, uh, published in 1895. Now, obviously, we know about H.G. Wells, right? I mean, you're a bit young. He was, I mean, he's a bit before all our times, but I think exactly. he's so very really arrogant way. to think that I wouldn't know about it. Well, he's well. Do you know about Shakespeare? Before. Yeah, I do. I do. Well, a bit young. <laughs> <laughs> I am a bit young, but I'm older than you. That's all I know. That's all I need to know, really. When you've seen all of time like I do. True. That's very true. But That's you've only true. been to the future. You've That's only been to the future. You haven't been to the past. Who said I hadn't been to the past? Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. This is so relevant. It's crazy. This is incredible. Yeah, like, we yeah. actually have a time travel yeah. on today. In many ways, the most interesting thing about the guest is not the actual first thing that came out of their no, mouths. It was something that came up afterwards uh, that they could have led with. It's like, oh, my name is such and such. I'm the CEO of this fairly anodyne <laughs> company with like, which you might have seen an advert for machine. But, but I also happen to travel through time. I would have led with that personally, but you know, that's I, not, I only that's did me. it twice. I went to the future with future that's and the true. past with Javier Pastor, the Argentine. But you are a time traveler. Striker. You are a time traveler. Yeah, but only if I find someone whose name. <laughs> that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. It's interesting. This is very interesting because um, uh, the uh, the time machine. Starts off with a similar sort of like setup with uh, a narrator who's never named. He has a friend who he only refers to as the time traveler. You never learn his name. The narrator just calls him the time traveler. And he says, I've invented something that allows me to travel through the fourth dimension. And I'm going to try it out. And I'll see you next week. And he comes back next week. They all come back and have a dinner party. And the time traveler says, yep, I traveled to the future. And then at this point, the time traveler takes over the narrative and narrates his experiences traveling to the future to this dinner party. And I like that because, um, it's the idea that like you've discovered something. The idea that in, uh, H.G. Wells' time machine, something as earth shattering as time, mach- uh, time travel can be just related over a dinner party conversation with friends. Like, how else would you relate it at church or something? I would, I would, I, it would be a media circus today, wouldn't, wouldn't it? You, you've invented time travel. Yeah, but every media circus has a dinner party before it. I don't know about that. They didn't have Twitter back then. I'd be tweeting about it if I were a, a time traveler. I have something about the travel through time. Next week, tweeting. Well, this is what I found on my travel through time and tweeting through about it. Hopefully even getting like live tweets as well. Quite, quite narcissistic, really, isn't it? It's a little bit narcissistic, yeah. but uh, it makes more sense. Yeah, I, I think it's the sort of thing that the world deserves to know, not something that's like a bunch of people like gathered around a dinner table. So, oh, by the way, I travel through time, and also it has to be said that the patrons of this dinner party, this dinner party, very patient. They let him talk for at least over a hundred pages, and not one time do they say like, "You're full of shit, mate." Like, I don't believe you. And, like, ha- prove it. And the only proof he has are two flowers that he took from the future, apparently. And what are the flowers? They're white flowers. So you can only get them in the future, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know about that. That's debatable. That's debatable. Is white. it? I think it's a fact. We get white orchids there, do we? No. No, that's cream. What? <laughs> cream orchids. Okay, okay. I didn't think about it that way. What about white tulips? Cream no, tulips. Cream tulips. Okay, I stand corrected. You can only get white flowers in the future because they don't exist. In the future, there are only white flowers. Yeah. How, how do I know that? Like, that, well, you, you know what? You could easily just say he brought these white flowers back. And said, nah, that's not white flowers. Those are cream. 
No, but they would have been white. Yeah, because it would have been cream, and then there would have been white. Mm, okay. He would have brought a cream flower for comparison. And a palette, the color palette from Dulux, he would have got that as well. And then okay, okay, I, 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 I'm not an expert on flowers. Um, I'm not expert obviously. On um, I you just know I would need more evidence than something that looks. I mean, he's had these crushed up petals in his like uh, in his pocket for a while. They might have gone a bit off whites. What evidence did, would you want? I'd want uh, something that we could carbon date, or maybe a newspaper. From you can't the carbon date something from the future. Yes, you can. Does it make any sense? It does make sense. You just use the today's tools on the thing from tomorrow. And then you say, like, yeah, this is how old it is. It'll be minus one. So there'll be minus... Do you know how carbon dating works? Yes, I do. I I know how carbon dating works. It's... uh, You count the amount of carbon that is degraded. It's Exactly. And then you realise that thing... So something in the future wouldn't have double carbon. Oh, it would have so much more carbon. It would have minus carbon. That's how science works. I know. I know how carbon dating works. Yeah, you're... Exactly. You're shocked into silence. When you take something, I know this because I brought back all the Huel from the future. (laughs) Of course, of course. And there wasn't extra carbon in the Huel. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that I'm also right. Mm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And and when I say it like that, you can't help but agree. Therefore, I win this argument. That's an argument I won, to be fair. Well, I I won it anyway. I won it anyway. Well, okay. Exactly. Um, I... I, there's a reason why I wanted to talk about the time machine because we're doing a sort of like unofficial kind of dystopia series on faking at the moment, and the majority of this book takes place in um, a unspecified period of time. Well, that's not true. That's actually not true. There's a specified period of time in the future, the year eight hundred and two thousand seven hundred one A.D. <laughs> My birthday. Is it? Mm. Your birthday is eight. Oh, is the year 802701 yeah. AD? Yeah. He's from the future. I was from the future. I brought him back from the future. Wait, hold on. I brought back Hill and I brought back Fitz. <laughs> so you brought back Fitz from the future, despite the fact that you don't really know who you, both either of you are. He was asking you loads of questions about, like, well, we never you go to the future. Yeah, <laughs> He's a big fan of the rapper Future. He's, he was there. He talked he, to him. <laughs> Was also there with the rap. Were you there with the rapper future? No, I was in the future, and then I recognized future from my history books because <laughs> he became quite, 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 quite popular. What, what, um, Spoiler alert, guys. Okay, so you are a future quieter. denizen. This is why you keep kidnapping dogs. Yeah, you yeah, my morals and my where I'm from. Dogs do stuff that you know is pertinent that we don't have too many dogs. And I am making sure... Sh- I'm saving the future, basically. You are saving the future. I am saving the future. Okay. Do they, do they like future in the future because he's got the name of the place that they are? We assume that that's why the future's called the future. Okay. The future. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and that's I- why I want your plastic, guys, because I know things you don't. Hmm. It's... I... Okay, I want to... I want to dig... I want to dig into this a bit more. Dig into this like Engelbert Humbert, then. Well, is that a thing? <laughs> You did, That's my catchphrase. Your, your, your catchphrase for yourself. <laughs> a a catchphrase ca- which ref, ref, like, refers to your own behaviour. Okay, all right. You say it in the future as well, to be fair. Uh, yeah, they okay. Do. Yeah, it is, do. okay. I, I wouldn't know. I feel a bit out of my depth because I don't know what's going to happen um, in the future. I have to rely on you two to give me some sort of like guidance. But I, I, I guess I'll stick to what I do know, which is um, the time machine. Um, and I want to I want to get your like, uh, perspective on like, how much H.G. Wells actually got right 
Uh, the majority of this book posits a future world which is populated by uh, two humanoids, mm. um, two races. One is the Eloi, uh, which is a society of small, elegant, childlike adults that live in small communities within large and futuristic yet slowly deteriorating buildings, and they have a fruit-based diet. He also discovers that um, the Eloi's are managed by... The Morlocks, who are ape-like troglodytes who live in darkness underground and surface only at night. Um, and they harvest the Eloi for food. Now, um, how accurate is this? Pretty close, isn't it? It's fairly close, Very except close. there's no Morlocks. No more. There's vegans. There's vegans. They said there's vegans in the future. Everybody's now living on a vegan diet and they're all small child. They're all eating heel through their stomach. <laughs> through their stomach. Okay, through nozzles. Yeah. Stomach nozzles. But no more. Are you sure there are no more Morlocks? Well, we call them Murlocks. We call them Murlocks. Okay, so vegans and Murlocks are the only people that exist in the future. Who yeah. Are and who are the Murlocks? They are... Have you ever played World of Warcraft? No. Well, that's my only reference point. <laughs> okay, so that's, that, that's, that's the end. You're not going to try and elaborate any further than, like, beyond... Have you ever played World of Warcraft? Well, you're not going to get this. There's Murlocks in that. Okay. They're based on those murlocs. So what are they? Little fishmen. Okay, they're fishmen. Yeah, they live in the swamps. Okay. And do they do any? They, what, what? What? Are they intelligent? Are they? I don't know. I never spoke to one. Fish. This is more yours. <laughs> well, I'm really kind of like in between a Meloy and a murloc. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's actually three types of um, people in the future. So there's there's the vegans. Yeah. The murlocs yeah. and the non-noms. The norm norms. Yeah. Which is basically we're more of um related to the Homo sapiens. Okay. Such as yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't really evolve with any special features. Right. Like right, the right. Eloys and the Morlocks. Right. The vegans and the Murlocs. I'm sorry, I'm getting confused about which one vegans you're talking about the, here. The vegans, vegans and the Murlocs. Right, yeah. right. We're right. no we're neither fish or plant based people. Okay, okay. We're kind of made out of like rock. Okay. You, you realise ve- being a vegan doesn't mean you're plant-based. It does. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So what they happens- eat each other. So they do eat each other. Okay. What happened to human beings? What happened to homo sapiens? They all died. Oh, damn. How did that happen? Well, it was your fault, Ken. What? <laughs> How did... Why? Why? I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Well... Wait and see, basically. <laughs> so no, nothing to refute that. <laughs> Another can't, we can't spoil the future. Short that up to another argument won by me using my superior brain. Um, I, I don't know. There's no way a person like me could be responsible for the extinction of my species. I don't, I don't do that much. Keep doing this podcast and find out. What? My podcast is responsible for Keep the extinction the of the human being. What episode number is this? This is like 90. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait to 200. Holy shit. Episode 200. You know what? I'm kind of glad it gets to 200. Anybody else would be saying... Maybe I should stop doing the podcast if it means extinction of the No, you can't stop no. doing the podcast. You've got to keep on doing it. Keep on doing it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So that the human race can become extinct. It's vital. So you want the human race to be extinct. Yeah. Yep. And I'm doing a good thing by doing this podcast, which will lead to their extinction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's all I need. That's all the validation I needed. Um, 
I, I'm intrigued about this dual society that you're living in. Because as we know that from the time machine, the Eloy and the uh, Morlocks are a thinly veiled uh, metaphor for the society in which H.G. Wells was living in. Which is a case of all science fiction. He lived in a society with Eloys and Orlocks. <laughs> well, no, he didn't. He lived in the Victorians. Um, it, it would have been a bit on the nose, don't you think? If people like just like said, like, you Morlocks just... don't have noses. Well, City. well, Murlocs don't, but Morlocks do, and um, I think uh, there's some dodgy, dodgy like racial stuff going on with this whole differentiation between the Eloy and the, and the Morlocks. But there's also a class thing going on there as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, I mean, H.G. Wells was a working class lad. His family, he came from like a, a family of like coal miners. And it's hard not to think of the, the Morlocks with the fact that they spend most of their time working and living underground. They're kind of like the downtrodden working classes. Sort of rabbit stuff. Well, that's true. You read Watership Down? I have. Yeah. We've, we've discussed this, that very book in this, uh, on this that show. Very book. That very book. Um, but again, there's another sort of like allegory for class structure and society within that book. I think. You're not going to be able to escape making commentary about uh, our society and class stru- structure without referring to the underground. I don't know why, but uh, it's just the rules of how books work. Uh, I personally feel that there's a huge socialist uh, allegory taking place in the world of the Eloy and the Morlocks. What's interesting is that um, in the book and in most adaptations... The socialists, uh, Morlocks, the working class, are depicted as monsters mm. for eating the uh, the privileged, unworking, shiftless Eloy. And in fact, the um, one of the most sympathetic characters who's actually given a name um, in the book is Wiener, one of the... Uh, <laughs> it's, no, 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 I, I forget you're 16 He's years 16. old. He's 16, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, she's the only character that's given a name, and she's one of the Eloy. Um uh, what do you think that H.G. Wells is like? Even though he is coming from a sort of like socialist background, well, working class upbringing, is he kind of is it deliberate that he's portraying the uh, Morlocks as being monstrous and the well, uh, Eloy as being sympathetic? I think, as we all know, working class people are quite monstrous in nature because mm. of like the correct education. Mm. And I think every time um, he mentions Morlocks, he's pretty accurate actually. So you, what, what, what makes you think that the, the working class are monstrous, though? They watch TV. Uh, they eat food that isn't Hugh. I think that's mm, a They food. don't never eat the Hugh. Not the Hugh. Well, my sales are to the middle classes. Yeah. Most people don't eat Hugh, though. Most I mean, more yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, most poor people. <laughs> well, cool dudes. Yeah. What is in Hugh, anyway? Wouldn't you like to know? I would like to know. Would you like to know? Yes. Yes, I would. I'll never tell. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Pure nutrients. For pure nutrients. No placenta, that's no for sure. No placenta. So that's the main ingredient of heel, not placenta. The opposite of placenta. <sighs> I I kind of want to try some of this heel. Do you have any heel on you right now? Okay, let me have some of this heel. Let me see like um, what's going on with this heel. Uh, pass me a glass. I will uh, try the heel. Mm, it's kind of... What does it look like, Chin? It's, well, it's kind of slimy. Mm. That's because of all the slime we added. Right, right, right. It, it looks kind of you white. You know, when you were a kid, you used to play with that slime? It's kind of sticky. And, and smell? Smell? Mm. Smells vaguely familiar. I don't know. It's kind of white and it's kind of... Is that white or cream, though? 
Eggshell. Eggshell. Okay, so that's a third color. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a go then. Um. <coughs> Good, right? <laughs> Good, right? <Ew>. Delicious. <laughs> See, yeah, one hundred percent delicious. Shoo. <laughs> and now you're fueled up uh, for the rest of the day. Ah, uh, ah! Uh, I can't. It's I. I can taste it. In my eyes. Oh my That's God. meant to be God. Ah, that's horrible. No, it's not. That's one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever That's one of the worst things I've ever in my mouth. In the future, that is like so popular. Oh my God. It's the most popular. No wonder people only had it through the belly button. I wouldn't put that in my mouth. Yeah, but they put a tongue in their belly button as well. Oh my God. What, what kind of Cronenberg nightmare are you living in? Tongues and belly buttons? Ah. Yeah. What is in that? Seriously. I said, wouldn't you like to know? I, I, like I, to I know. really I want know. to know now. What I import it from the future. Uh, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. Ugh. Okay. Sounds like it's working, to be fair. You feel very fueled up, don't you? I mean, I feel full. I don't know what I'm full of, but I feel full fuel. of something. You're full of fuel. It's not that pleasant, but I don't feel like eating anything. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't feel like putting anything in my mouth anymore. Okay. That's a shame. Two spoonfuls a day, man. Oh my god. Yeah, you drank way too much. You yeah. meant to only have two spoonfuls. Yeah. I don't know why Fitz didn't stop you. I don't know why you didn't stop me. You're the fucking CEO. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I hired Hitz re- Fitz recently to be my salesman, and he's. Well, I'm more focused on my plastic venture at the moment, so I've been yeah. slipping on the whole business. I did mention that he works for me. I yeah. think both of you have got really got to got rethink these business strategies. I'm not sure what your end game email. is. More emails. You have to email each other a bit more. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, all right. Uh, uh, let's go. Let's get back to the point I had, which is basically that, like, uh, the, the socialist allegory, Morlock's eating the rich. Well, not eating the rich, but eating the Eloy, but that's the, uh, the idea. The, the end game of the working class is to eat the rich. There's always, fret. There's always a fetishism of the socialists to fight, I feel, if I could be serious for a second. Okay, go, 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 go. Be serious. Uh, poor people suck, is basically what I'm trying to... Oh, that's a bit harsh. No, I think H.G. Wells, as with many authors, simplifies the problem between the uh, rich and the poor. To the point of simple aggression, and there's not much. There's not much nuance depicting the differences in between the way they live. There might be rich people who like to live on the ground. We don't know. They've never been asked. So you think there would be an Eloy who kind of wishes he could? Yeah, we don't know. Okay. We don't All right. know. I wish I lived underground. But with jungle fever, underground fever, underground, underground fever, underground fever, fever. Okay. Fun I've got right. Okay, all right, all right. That, that, what you're talking about, like, is how do you know that Eloy is not like a poverty tourist? Yeah. He's just like, it maybe like. Gentrified. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. It, that, an Eloy equivalent of the, uh, girl in Pulp's common people, basically. Like, you want to live with the Morlock people. You want to do whatever the Morlock people do. I know but. that girl. The girl that from the Common People song. It's my mum, January Jones. January Jones was that girl. Yeah. She came from Greece and had a thirst for knowledge. She did. And she and studied that's... sculpture at St. Martin's College. And that's where he met her. <laughs> Who? Jarvis Cocker. Yeah, Jarvis Cocker. Okay. <laughs> Let's, well, Jarvis Cocker, if you listen to this show, why don't you write into us at fakinglippodcast at gmail.com and confirm this story. Was January Jones the mysterious girl who came to just do a little bit of poverty tourism. Um, right to us and subject header, Morlock people. It's my mum's favourite joke. What is your favourite? She loves it when you're in a supermarket and you say, 
pretend you don't have money. money. She loves it. She goes, ah! You're so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see anybody else laughing as he said that. No, she went to a comedy club and then just told that joke. She was the only one laughing. She wouldn't laugh at anything else. It was, and it went on for five more minutes, I, mm. I assume. So it's what, like, she went on and did that joke. Yeah. She went on, did that joke, laughed at her own <laughs> joke, and then walked off stage. Yep. And that's how she got that Roland Madman. It's a comedy work, Jim. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. She got the Roland Madman off that. Well, yeah. you're saying that Matthew Weiner was in the uh, audience that night. Saw that and said, hmm, yes, yes, she's like, because the, the character of uh, Betty Draper is always going to be laughing at her own jokes. <laughs> yeah, she was. Well, they cut that. Okay. She, she basically did. Yeah, she did. Okay, all right. And she was alone a lot as well, so who else was going to laugh She at was jokes? Laugh, uh, alone a lot. So he just cut out all the scenes of Betty Draper laughing at her own jokes. Yeah. yeah. Specifically <laughs> that one joke <laughs> where she's pretending that she's got no money. Yeah, she does it all the time. <laughs> Don Draper would be like, hi, honey, I'm home. And she'd be like, ah, I've got no money. And then he'd go, I'm going to go cheat on you. That was the original script. Some prefer the original script. She, she, so, like, John, John Draper would come in, honey, I'm home, and Betty Draper's like, check out my bank account, and it's a zero, and he goes, like, there's nothing in here. <laughs> Got you again, classic Betty. And then he cheated on her. <laughs> this is every, this is why it's one of the greatest shows that has ever been made. Every episode. Yeah, do you, do you remember the, the, the final episode uh, of Mad Men? No. The Coca Cola episode. The Coca Cola episode, that's right. Like, uh, uh, Betty Draper, like, wins the lottery, but then she tears up the ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she spent her last dollar on that ticket. And she's laughing hysterically as she tears up that lottery ticket. And then she dies. And she dies. And then she had me. <laughs> Wait, in the show, she had <laughs> yeah. you. She gave to. I was a show baby. So, okay, they wrote out that into the show because she was, because she was heavily pregnant with you at the time. Yeah. And, um. Had a lot of placenta in her body, in her body as well. I have to yeah. admit, Matthew was Wheeler, Matthew Wheeler made a lot of allowances for <laughs> things that happened to, um, January Jones. Like, he, he thought, this will make sense in the show. This will, this will work. And that's how he went to the future because she was in the second X-Men film. Okay, so that also carried across to Brian Singer's X-Men films. So Janet Jones' entire career has basically been predicated on things that have happened to her that have actually worked out for the roles. We've just written yeah, around it. Exactly. Wow. That's a but she wasn't in the thing. second X-Men film. They no. cut her out. Why? Why did she cut, they cut her out the film? Because we went to the future. She was too busy munching on that placenta. So you were in that film, though. No, but they cut me out. They I went to the future well. and the rapper future was so they actually well. okay so you're telling me that like in the second X-Men movie Days of Future Past they actually went to the future yeah is in okay. the second X-Men film X-Men 2 and that's okay. the first X-Men film uh, you know what like this is getting too complicated <laughs> this is getting way too complicated I I feel like I, I should address this because it's insane um, but I also don't want to because I'm afraid of what other insane things can come out of your mouth if I press you on this but let's say Let's leave it at that. You went to the future without your mum, January Jones. With future. With future in the second X-Men movie, not X-Men 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, which is the second X-Men movie in the second series of the X-Men movies. Correct. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad we cleared that up. That makes sense. That makes sense to me now. But I'm not going to ask you any more questions about your life because it's it's complicated. It's interesting. It is interesting. Don't get me wrong. It's really interesting. But I have no follow-up. <laughs> I have no follow-up to when you tell me things like that because my brain can't actually fit it in. Um, let's let's go back to what I was trying to get. Why well, are you a socialist, Chin? 
I am a socialist. Thank you, Fitz. That's what I've been told. Why you Thank you. Finally, look, not to reveal. I, you know what? This is not the way I wanted people to find out that I was a socialist. We have a lot of Marx posters and Lenin and. I do. And this, and I make this podcast yeah. for free. Yeah. For free. Mm. Because I've seized the means of production, yeah. which are namely, you know, um, a computer and some microphones. And I'm just doing off my own back. Yeah. And I'm making it available to the people for free. You make us eat porridge. I don't make you eat anything. You're making me eat porridge right now. And I didn't even ask for it. That's not, uh, I didn't that's, ask for porridge. That, that mean, look, I just leave porridge out there for oh, anybody. Okay. I'm not making anybody do anything. That's not the, that's not my way, right? This is the time to reveal what the five year plan of funky guy life is. And that is luxury, gay, space, communism. And that's how the podcast ends the world. Oops, I let it slip. Oh, there you go. There you go. So we know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to happen. Like my, my brand of like, um, funky guy communism is going to end the world, but that's all for the best. I think, I think you all agree that like, you've come from I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. End the world. Actually, Fitz, Fitz, tell us about this wonderful future world that you come from. And we've heard about the Murlocs. We've heard about the, um, the vegans mm-hmm. in this perfect society, a plant based mm-hmm. life form and a fish based life form. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that they're living in harmony because you're the product of both those societies. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of um. He's made of rocks, though. I am made of rock-like people. Yeah, I'm not sure how that makes sense, but yes, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, life is a lot, a lot uh, different. Mm-hmm. We all live in like circular houses, as Ooh. opposed to square ones, as you guys live in. There's not, there's less um, racism. Of course, there's only two races, well, three, three races. races. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. only three races. So it's less, by definition. So technically, there would be yeah, less races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody lives underwater. Do they? Most people do. Okay. Most people do. Most people do. Uh, it's kind of in vogue right now to live on the wall. You can't live above, but you, you would want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to. Well, d- well, describe describe what the um the weather's like. I mean, I'm assuming if everything is mostly in the water these days, and uh, the global warming happened. Oh, global warming was a myth, apparently. Oh, it was a myth. Yeah, okay. It was a myth. So that's in the history books as well. It was a myth. Okay. Donald Trump was right. Donald Trump was right right. about a lot of things, actually. (laughs) What was he right about? You should have brought that war. This is what you should have. Well, should have brought that war. (laughs) You should have brought that war. I mean, why? Why? What? What was? And Hillary was a criminal. And she was a big crook. Yeah, yeah. A robot as well. And a robot. And a robot criminal. Yeah. Oh my god. So what? Actually, what does what does history? And his hands were the biggest. We actually (laughs) yeah carbonated. Yeah, carbonated and found his hands. Were the biggest hands that have ever been. Ever been. See, I told you to carbon date things in the future. No, from the, from the past, though. Yeah, we carbon dated <laughs> them, and that revealed that they were the biggest hands ever. Okay, all right, all right. That's how carbon dating works. That's how carbon dating works. Yeah, that's how carbon dating works. Uh, look, this is, um. Have you seen Aquaman? I have s- not, actually. No, I haven't seen Aquaman. That's the biggest film in the future. It's the biggest. That's what our society's kind of like. It's all based on Aquaman. <laughs> the man mocks, um, the, the Swiss people in yeah. there. Basically, that. That's Aquaman. Okay. No, no, there's a. I don't want to spoil the film, but there's a race that kind of resembles. Right. Yeah. See, I would have gone, I would have thought maybe Waterworld would have been your template for your No, drink. we hate that film. We're all drinking each piss. We're all drinking each piss. We're not, we're not, we're not Morlocks. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Wow. Really down the mor- Morlocks. Um, okay. It sounds like kind of. We hate Kevin Cosner, by the way. Oh, hate well. Yeah. He... In, the, in the future, they call him Kevin Cost too much for you. Oh, that's a solid burn. Um, it is. Well, it, that's it, the hottest that's burn. burn. <laughs> it's it's I, pretty bad. What sounds your future? It's an RM word almost. <laughs> what? Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. Oh my God, okay. Kevin oh, wow. Costner. It feels good to say it here because back home I can't. Like here I can Kevin Costner. Yeah, only, only Kevin Costner. Yeah. Can say it. <laughs> 
Uh, only, only, only Kevin Costner can refer to himself as Kevin yeah, Costner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kevin Costner right. too much for you. Uh, oh, okay, all right, I got you. Kevin Costner too much for you. Um, sorry, that's a terrible word um, in your future world. But mm. other than that, yeah. your future world doesn't sound too bad. It's not. No, no, no. That's no. fine. Women don't talk back to you. Um. <laughs> what, is, that, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Women talk back to you. I said they don't talk back to you. They don't talk back to you. Okay, no. alright, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm just mentioning what happens. Okay, okay. <laughs> men don't talk back to women either. No. Okay, okay, okay. So nobody talks back to anyone. A lot of blinks, a lot of blinking. Oh, blinking okay, so it's just like you've, you've evolved past talking. Yeah, yeah talking's an, an, antiquated, antiquated, antiquated. Antiquated, that's antiquated, the word, that's yeah. the word. Okay, uh, so it's a very quiet future. Do you, you, do you still have things like smartphones? What's the technology like? What's a smartphone? Oh, I see, okay. I'm trying to figure out what your technology is. What's like. a phone? I mean, I know that. I'm from that. <laughs> good prank. Good prank. It's almost, prank. As good, it's almost as good as the prank where you pretend you've got no money. Um, it's a good one. It's a good, a good, good one. one. It's a good one. So what technology do you have in the future then? We have this thing where you put your hand into like a wall and then it comes out the other side. A door? Oh, no. No, no. A wall, did you say? Yeah, and then you just push your hand through it. Okay. Like, it's like, it's a very light sheet and this goes, your hand goes straight through it. That's the hottest thing in the future. Yeah. Okay. That is... Uh, what is the p- purpose of that technology? Say somebody's on the other side, do you want to high-five them really quickly? Yeah. That's all the rage in the future. Yeah. That's what they do. It's all so day. you have high-five walls. High-five walls are pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Is that it? Is that the only technology you have in the future? Uh, with the tongue thing, which you see... Oh, the tongue... Cans. Yeah, no, tongues in the belly buttons. <laughs> and nozzles, apparently. You have Huel nozzles. Uh, we have... Peach? Uh, peach jam? What's peach jam? Oh, is that technology? That's food, though. You don't have that now. Huh. They have that and Huel. Those are the two things they eat. Huel and Peach Jam. So they they eat it all through their uh, belly button nozzles. No, Peach Jam, they don't eat. What do they do with it? It's fancy gifts. Oh. Comes in hampers. Okay. Endlessly regifted. So every child has one, like, Christmas. Do you have Christmas here? Do you have Christmas here? I, we do have yeah, Christmas, we do have Christmas. Yeah, 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 where the little light man comes from the ground, eats your stomach, brings you down. Like, that Christmas? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. The lizard man. The lizard, lizard man, man comes from the ground. So the lizard man comes from the ground and eats your stomach and brings you down. Okay, is that if you've been good or bad? Oh, that, that concept is new to me as well. <laughs> okay, all right. We have like um, over here. We 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 have a, a, a Father Christmas, and he gives presents to the good kids and the bad kids. He just ignores. Oh, so what kids? Children. Oh, children. children? Little, like little versions of big people that come out. Um, you know them as crazy elves. Ah. <laughs> Crazy, crazy elves. Yeah, I once was a crazy elf. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But he got better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I joined that. Field. When you say got better, you mean get older. You grew up. No. They don't have the concept of age in the future. Oh, oh really? Is that, well, he just said he was 45. Doesn't mean Because of dog blood. He said, he, said, he said it was at least 45. Yeah. He's been in the past too long. It right, okay. My pasta. Okay. I assume I look like 45. That's what 45 looks like, right? Uh, I mean, kind of, no. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't look like 45. No. That's not what a 45-year-old person looks like also do you have dogs in the future yes <laughs> too many too many too damn many. dogs too many dogs, too many dogs. and you, subs- you subsist on the diet of I assume Huel Pichamp not Pichamp Huel and dog blood we rub, we rub the blood oh you rub I don't have moisturiser in the future no you know what I used to think like what you were doing um, was uh, monstrous uh, fits because you were kidnapping dogs and using their blood and all sorts of horrible things but now I realise it's just how you live it's in the future 
just how I live. It's just how so every time you show. degraded me on your podcast, I was a bit. Um, they degrade you. Degraded me slightly. They degrade you. I denigrated you. <laughs> Didn't degrade you. Like I, I, I th- if I degraded you, that would be like you know, like throwing a bucket of dog dog blood over you and then pointing at you and laughing. No, that would be pretty cool. I would have liked that. Turns out you would have liked that. Turns out you would have liked that. Um, I, I, I've never degraded you on this on okay. the show. I never degrade any of my. What guests. grade would you give him? I, that's not how you degrade someone. That's that's to degrade. That's, someone, gra- got a that's first grade. Kid. That's grading someone. But to degrade, then you've got a first. You don't. What? That's only. I'd you're... give you a B minus. So you're B grading me. No, I'm. Uh, yeah, very good. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. There you go. There you go. My mum would have hated that. <laughs> It's not a very. It's, it's exactly. It's a joke that does not involve anybody becoming poor. Like it's not her scene. Uh, look, let's. I, I want to sum up like what's going on in this story. I, 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 I. Do you feel that the social commentary within the time machine still feels relevant and timely? From what I can glean from um, this century, as I make air quotes, yes, there's poor people and there's rich people. Right. So, but yeah, but you I think and you, your personal take is that poor people are scum. Slightly. Yeah. And they deserve to live underground. Mm. Okay, okay. Whereas the rich people deserve to get eaten? I don't know. What are you saying? Some people get? like to be eaten, to be fair. Some people do like to be eaten, but it's like a very specific fetish. It's called vor. Um, there's a lot of artwork on deviant art on it. I'm not saying that I've ever like partaken in it. Um, if anything, the only eating out I'm concerned with involves Clint Eastwood. And the orangutan. That's the only one. And that's not technically... That's very cool. offensive in the future. What is that offensive? Do you, do you still have hang-ups over Clint Eastwood and ha- orangutans in the future? Got hang-ups over Clint Eastwood. Why? You don't want to know. You don't want to know what he did. He lives a lot longer than you think he does, to be mm. fair. Four no. times longer than you think he does. How long did you think he lived? I, I think he, he might, you know what, it, every day is a gift with old Clint boy because, um, he could go at any time. He's very old, I think. I think he's very, very old. I'm running out of time to get him in that movie. Uh, that special movie that I want to make. What's that movie? It involves him and the orangutan. Basically. Doing what to each other? Well, the orangutan just sort of lies back. It's there. called The Only Way is Firm. <laughs> yeah, the Only Way is Firm. And the, uh, Clint Eastwood comes into the room, sees the orangutan there, and he goes down the orangutan. Is it girl orangutan or is it? Yeah, well, preferably. You can go down on men. You can go down on yeah. men. Yeah. That, that, is that the terminology going down on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, going down. But like in this case, it is a female orangutan. Okay. So like, in um, the future, you have to go up. Yeah. You've got to go up. You go up on someone. Yeah. Is that when you, um, you, you tie a bunch of balloons to <laughs> and watch them fly away? You kill their mum. That's not what happens in the film. That's the biggest sequel in my last one. Up to, he kills someone's mum. Yeah, that's right. The old man comes back. He's really angry at this office person's mum, kills the mum, and then has to make a quick escape on his house. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Uh, so you don't, you still think that this social commentary is very relevant. It's relevant. Yeah, yeah. Even though it came at, around that time of the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. I, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. I mean, like, what's crazy about um, the the time machine is the way that uh, he identifies these two distinct classes. Because, like, what begins as like a, a class thing, uh, working class, upper class, and how the the things that separate the rich and poor um, keep them separated, and the divide becomes so like much wider and more distinct that they effectively become two 
different species. Mm-hmm. And I think we are living in the world, uh, in the current period of like sort of super capitalism right now, where the rich are unfettered and the divide between rich and poor has become insanely like a uh, huge. I don't know. Maybe we're, so we're on the way right now. I, I mean, uh, who am I talking to here? About like a CEO of a uh, of a, a, a food company, some sort of mm. weirdly dystopian concept of some white creamy fluid which tastes disgusting. It tastes but, lovely. Mm. You know, I dis- You've I just disagree. got a wrong tongue. We can fix that. What? Go. <laughs> oh. Ah, the tongue. That tries to kill. I don't know. the tongue. I saw Snigma! It takes a while, Chin. It takes a while for it to work its magic. Try some Hill! Uh, and then we're gonna take it away! What are you laughing? You're not funny! Look now! Ah, ah, Choking it, choking it. It's the correct way to drink it. Swallow? What? Not swallow. Ah. Oh, that's actually not bad. Oh, I have exactly. another one. I have another one. That's our slogan. Working your gag reflex. This is great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like I'm struggling with it, but it's because like, I've still got this weird tongue in my mouth. Um, but it's actually helping with the swelling. Um, that tastes... That tastes like self-satisfaction exactly I, I never I, I mean that's the only word I can describe that flavour self-satisfaction it wow. tastes like whatever your dominant feeling is self-satisfaction so for me it tastes like I won't say <laughs> <laughs> I, okay I don't want to really inquire any more deeply what does it taste that. like to you Fitz Cameron Cosner oh very offensive yeah. <laughs> the taste of your world's equivalent of yeah. the end <laughs> okay that's fine Right, okay, um, uh, like, that's, actually, I've come around on, on, on the Huel yeah, now. Yeah, have. And all it took was me getting a new tongue. <laughs> that's all I needed. Is that actually including the service? Yeah. Um, every purchase of Huel comes with a new tongue. And you'll come in personally and go, and then, like, there will <laughs> no, be No, not me, there's technicians. Okay. In every Sainsbury's. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where did this tongue come from? I'm, um, it's, um. Like dogs? Ah. Is that yeah, a, it's dog's? a dog tongue? It's a dog tongue. Hmm. Mm. That's, um... You can lick your nose now. Oh, my God. I can lick something else, I think, as well. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Um, um, yeah, so, sorry. Um, taking the focus off my tongue. Um, uh, Engel, um, did you, do you think that this social commentary of the time machine is still relevant today? I wouldn't know. I live in an ivory tower, so I don't get to see anything that happens down below. I mean, you are a time-traveling entrepreneur, so I, I would think that few things in this world... Like you find related. Are there poor people in this world? There are so many poor people wow. in this world. There are so know. many. Um, but yeah, like how do you find yourself? Like, I, I, this is another thing about the time traveler. The time traveler comes back home, relates his story, and goes, and then goes off again. I'm telling his friend he'll be back in three weeks or so. But doesn't come back. <gasps> he doesn't come back. Um, the I'm um, in the book. Well, well, well that's what this is the way the, the the book ends. Um, is it? It, it is the end of the book. It is, and he uh, never came back. He never came back. He, he said. He says, um, uh, "If I may read a little section." Um, he, I know, for the question has been discussed among us long before the time machine was made. Thought, but cheerlessly, 
of the advancement of mankind and saw in the growing pile of civilization only a foolish heaping that must inevitably fall back upon and destroy its makers in the end. If that is so, it remains for us to live as though it were not so. But to me, the future is still black and blank, is a vast ignorance, lit at few casual places by the memory of his story. And I have by me for my comfort two strange white flowers, shriveled now and brown and flat and brittle, to witness that even when mind and strength had gone, gratitude and mutual tenderness still lived on in the heart of man. I mean, what a nerd! <laughs> well, he—he's he, he's friends with a time traveler. I think it's pretty much inevitable if you're friends with a time traveler, you're gonna be a little bit nerdy. Mm. I would take some nerdy. He knows Richard and his mom. Yeah, but uh, I hate the. Br- How do I say this? How do I say this? You're a 16 year old CEO of a company called Huel. You're a massive nerd, my friend. No, you are I'm a not. massive nerd. You're a massive nerd. He's like Agent Cody Banks. He's not. A nerd. <laughs> he's not. A nerd. You- Oh, come on. No, come I'm on. I'm friends of Tom Brady. Frankie Muniz played Agent Cody Banks. Mm-hmm. He also played Malcolm from Malcolm Middle. Super nerd. He was a genius, he's, super genius. He's basically young Indiana Jones. <sighs> young Jones. Like books. He's a nerd. Ryan, Ryan Jones Ryan is my dad. Embrace your nerdiness, my friend. Embrace it. This I want to embrace nerd. any nerd. Was that young? Okay, all right, all right. Like, like, look, what I'm saying is that if you if you got the technical like prowess to just replace my tongue with that, you might be a bit of a nerd. That's one of the signs. Yeah. You might be a bit of a nerd. Oh, also, no. you sound like one. <laughs> you sound like a nerd. I'm sorry. That's just because how my mum speaks. <laughs> is January Jones a nerd? January Jones. She speaks like this. Ah, ha, ha, I've got no money. <laughs> yeah, I think she might be a bit of a nerd. If she laughs at one joke and that joke is pretending she has no money, might be a bit of a nerd. That's hilarious to her. It is hilarious to her. And it's kind of funny to me as well. But that's beside the point. She only laughs at that one joke. Bit of a nerd. Bit of a nerdy thing to do. Um, I, I, I think... Um, and she collects Warhammer. That's more of a uh, yeah. That's more of a red She's line. got a lizard man collection. Oh, is it the same lizard man as uh, the? Yeah, one that was based on that. Comes the so you're uh, down. so your Christmas was based on the Warhammer Games Workshop game. Okay, <laughs> no, the, not mine. The future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your future. I'm saying your society. Well, no, sorry, you're from now, aren't you? I'm from now. That's I'm right. From the future too. That's right. That's right. Do you have nerds in the future? No, nerds. Not nerds. What's, what are they? I'm assuming it's the same thing. <laughs> okay. So, like, what, really, so people who are interested in science and uh, books and stuff, they wear glasses? Talk like this? No, talk like this. Talk like this. <laughs> talk like this. Talk like this. I'm a nerd. 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 So, does that, you have that in the future? Love that. Okay. If that's, what, right. if that's what you're referring right. to, right. Right. one of those. Cool, cool, cool. Um, they only got one of those. Only one of those. <laughs> Just one person going, ah, ah, ah. No, I'm a nerd. We should have had him on the show. He's he's so funny. He's actually pretty amazing. Why, 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 what makes him so funny? Is it just the voice? Oh, you have to meet him. Okay. You have to meet him. No, you have to. Is, What's his name? Nerd. His name's actually Nerd. It makes it easier for everybody. Nerd. He's the only one of his kind and he's named after like what he is. Okay, okay. But I want to go back to my original point, which is why I read, <laughs> read that nerdy quote in the first place. The nerdy quote suggests is that like um despite everything the time the time travel is seen from the quite frankly vaguely horrifying future world of the Eloys and the Morlocks, and he witnesses the death of Earth and the universe itself. He sees the world and time and history trends towards entropy and destruction. But last lines of the uh, of the time machine asks us to like find some sort of solace or hope in the fact that man can be good to one another um, I mean given that like in your world fits 
humanity is no more. Yeah. And I guess you're the inheritor of the world now, yeah. being the sort of like the progeny of the vegans and the Murlocs. Mm. You're not human. You're not human. No. What is, I guess, it's not, it's not, it's accurate though. He isn't human, is he? I mean, like, what, what tools do we have to judge him anyway? I don't, I don't think we can because he, he isn't like us who descended from like, uh, uh, monkeys. Yeah, exactly. Apes. We descend from apes. He's descended from a mix of or plants. Did you? And mm, that's another thing we know in the future. <laughs> What's that? God is real. Really? There's no creationism. I mean, there is creationism. There's no creationism, but there is creationism. Yeah, I, mean, I just said the wrong. Creationism. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, okay, so God's real. Creationism is real. So God's plan was that I destroy humanity. Yes. Okay. That's what God wants. Okay. Take it up with that guy. I, I, I will. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> only joking. Only joking. That was a great joke. That was a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend you you just killed yourself. No. I, I won't. I, I don't have the guts to do that. I don't want to speak to my supervisor right now. It's terrible, terrible pressure. Imagine if you had to kill yourself to see a supervisor. Mm. I'd like to speak to the manager, please. And then you go up there and talk I'm to I'm not sure about God. this bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you talk to God. So I've got a few complaints. And then after you've... I'm glad, I'm glad you made time for me. And then you're you dead. Stay, yeah. yeah, you should just stay, stay there. Just dead. In any case, what is your epitaph for uh, humanity now that they've gone from your point of view? What do I think has happened to you? Yeah, do you feel sad that humanity is, like, is gone? Do you, I mean, I feel a bit sad when I think about the dinosaurs that no longer exist. Well, they kind of do. But well, we miss vaginas. <laughs> you do. miss vaginas? There's no vaginas. No vaginas in the future? No vaginas. That sounds terrible. It kind of is. I don't lie. A lot of penises. <laughs> wow, okay. Oh, too many penises. So it's every man's got twelve penises. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too many. So it's like a uber sausage fest. Uber sausage fest. <laughs> I'm sure I feel about this. You want to enjoy it, Shin? No, 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 no. no, no, no. And but they always do whirlwinds. Thanks for repeatedly by all the days. You know, I mean, honestly, it seems to me that you, if you're going to do a whirlwind, why would you do it in the crowd? <laughs> like, why would you do that in the crowd? It's the only way to get around in the future. <laughs> Spinning around. Yes. Just on the wall, it's like a propeller. Spinning yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you don't have clothes in the future. No, it's what like, I- it spits outside your clothes. <laughs> You've got just loads of flies like, on your like trousers. Others, others okay. sorry. Like others. Okay. The future, I take back what I said. Uh, I don't want to be part of the future. <laughs> I'd rather not go there. Sounds weird and terrible. All you have are high-five walks, <laughs> heel nozzles, peak have you, have you ever tried to do a high five, use a high-five walk? No, I never really saw the point. Because I could just open the door, which is what we have here. We have windows in the future. Or windows. You have windows, I don't know. Underground. I mean, underwater, that's right. Every window is also a door. It's true. That's 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 saying. Like, uh, when God opens a window, there's another door. I think think. human beings suck and deserve to die. So I'm glad you can keep on doing this podcast to kill us or kill you. (laughs) Okay, fine. Wow. Personally attacked by this. Um, I guess we're going to wrap things up um, shortly. Uh, I mean, this is actually a unique opportunity to uh, improve a book about time travel with two people who are actually time travels. I'm going to ask you for your opinions as to how you would improve this book and what you thought of the book in the section that we call notes. This music's such a such a tonic. 
Do you still have music in the future? Oh, yes, most definitely. Hey, my future, though. Do you have any new music that you can play me from the future? Okay. Copyrighted. Yeah, it's a bit copyrighted, but I'll give it a go. Oh, notes, everybody. But I can't be bothered. Some future music, I think. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I can call up some, like, um, of your Here's future music. Here's some future music. This is all Ave Maria, basically. You get the point. It's by future. <laughs> so that's like, just a funny joke. <laughs> that's no, that's real. Joke. That's the only song in the future. That's the only song in the future. Why, why is everyone's masks on? Or off? Okay. We sing it when we put our masks on or off. So that's 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 the music. I, I was hoping for something. I'm a bit let down by music of future. If it's just future music, Are you sure there's no like uh, other music you got in the in the future? You, you got a song you could sing us right now, Fitz? No, he's one of the greatest musicians in the world. Fitz. I am, but uh, your ears aren't tuned to the same frequency to be able to hear our music. So. Oh, tune! I love this one. Music. And we end that was song, a, oh. we end each song with music. Oh, okay. So you know you listen to music and not just rambling. So you end each song with music. Yes. Okay, alright, alright. Let's play one now. Music. Um I'll take it away then, I guess. <laughs> Music. Yeah, okay. Another reason not to go to the future, I guess. Uh, That's quite popular. Let's... That's quite let's, popular. Let's focus. Let's focus. Top 40. <laughs> you still have top 40. <laughs> you, have top, you have a chance. Top it's the same every week, though. You don't even have radio. You just have a high-five wall. Why would you have charts? <laughs> top 40. In any case, how would you have... What do you think of the book? How would you improve it? Let's go around anti-clockwise. Engel. What do you think of the book? How would you have improved it? I thought it was okay. I thought it was quite good fun. I would have improved it by making them go less forward in the future. How far forward? So when he, at the beginning he says, I'll see you next week, he just goes the next week. <laughs> That's a nice point. I also, um, you, know, you just remind me of something else about the, uh, the the book is that like when he goes to the dinner party uh, the next week, he's actually late for the dinner party. <laughs> Which is crazy. How are you, how can you be late for anything if you're a time traveler? Anyway, it just bugged me. But okay, so you let them go for next week and said, hi there. That's and in the book. tell them what he was discovered. <laughs> in the time between, which would have been nothing, obviously, because he just went, yeah, I, 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 I'm actually, yeah, I've just had this conversation with you because we just, I just had it from last week. Yeah. But I traveled instantaneously. So. And it'd be like, now we've yeah. got this a new episode of. I mean, technically, you could do that. You could do that by just waiting for the week to elapse. You could have just ah. gone to his basement. Not time takes anyone. so long, though. It does, but you just described the most like easy, most accomplishable form of time travel you could ever describe. Like I'm going to travel into the future by one minute, right? Which I will have done at the end of this minute. See you in a they minute. They won't because you'd be here. You'd be just sitting there well, all the time. We're in many ways. Then we are all time travelers, but we're only no. going one direction. That's hack. <laughs> Why is it hack? So even a joke is an observation. <laughs> I want us to travel one week, one week forwards. Okay, just one week though. Yeah. Well, like, well, would you be able to achieve or accomplish or learn in that time? I don't know. It depends on the week. The lottery numbers, maybe. Mm. So you'd go back then. You go forward a week, and then, and then go, go back, back immediately. Yeah. But even though you said, "I'll see you next week," <laughs> no, you'd see them, and then you'd go back. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. I, I don't, again, like, I don't really see the point of this endeavor, but uh, it'll be a very, very short It'll book. be a prank. <laughs> so, oh, I see what you're doing with this. So you go back forward a week, learn the lottery numbers, go back, don't enter the lottery, because you got no money. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a classic prank. So yeah, that's it. That's your note. That's just, my note. Just stop it after a week. Yeah. Okay. Really unspectacular novel of the far-flung future of next Thursday. Who said it was a Thursday? I'd say a Friday. Okay. Do they still have the working class and the upper class still separated? Yeah, but it's slightly more. Yeah, okay. Slight, by a week. Just yeah, a, little a week okay. more. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Fitz, as the person who came from yeah. the future, yeah. what do you think of this book? How would you have improved it? Uh, it's kind of like a child wrote this book about Ooh. the future. Ooh, which is, uh, you know, understandable because he basically was a child compared to our intelligence. He, I, I'm not being bad, Fitz, but you're, you're as a future person? Yeah. Who, whose highest technical achievement is a high five wall? Yeah, pretty good. I don't know if you can. Everything's in a wall. Everything's how we make it. Yeah, but uh, your uh, your people in the future effectively travel by whirling their twelve dicks around mm-hmm. by spinning in a circle and then going to high five walls. I don't think you're in any position to judge. Mm, you ain't to see it. Okay, I don't think never, I want never, to. Which you never will. That's true. I will. I will never see it. No. I also heard your music, mate. Yeah, that's the song. I, Music. I don't know if you can really judge our culture, but right. then I can't really agree judge. To, agree, agree to disagree. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can judge both cultures because I've seen. Oh, that's way better. Um, <laughs> I would approve the book by removing the time traveling aspect and make it uh, more about his divorce mm. and why he was wanting to build a time travel in the first place to escape child support. Oh my goodness! So wait, is she well? What the time travel? The time travel. The time travel. Travel. He's trying to escape. Transport, paying transport, and that's why he made the, that's why he made the time traveling machine to go to the future to escape child transport. transport. Okay, this this idea intrigues me. This idea intrigues me. I want to want to role play a scene then from your sure. possible book. Uh, Engel, you be the time traveler. Okay, and um, Fitz, you'll be the child support agency. And uh, action, uh, time traveler, you're a bit late on your child support. Um, that's because I traveled into the future. That doesn't really help your wife who's got six kids and uh, she's one of the poor people. Well, I don't care. I'm now in the future. Because. I don't see how that scene could have got any different. <laughs> my, my mom wonder, he hasn't bought a time machine yet. He hasn't bought a time machine. I like the way that the child support agency guy didn't ref- didn't seem to notice that he was in a time machine at the time as well. Because you want to know what it was to be true. He was just like a weird chair. Yeah, it was a weird yeah. chair. Um, I don't see how else we could have done that scene. Sometimes, you, you, I, sometimes I don't know. You, you, you get. You, it's all about good writing and good storytelling, as uh, William Goldman said. Is a combination of giving the audience what they want and what they don't expect. Okay. With those, mo- let's do it again. Yeah. With those words what in mind, was him to go into the maybe sw- should we switch it this time? Okay. Like, Fitz, you be the time traveler. And Engel, you shall be the child support agency person. And action. You're late on your transport payments. I ain't giving that bitch no money, man. Oh, well, that's not what the state of New Jersey thinks. <laughs> I thought, wait, what? <laughs> I'm thinking of the wrong guy, actually. What, who are you actually looking for? I'm looking for... What's the guy's name? You're my assistant. 
Uh, it's just the time traveler. <laughs> the time traveler. Oh, that's not me. Oh, okay. Well, we've got the wrong house. Would then. you like some? <laughs> would you like some tea though? While you're here. Uh, no. I brought my. I'd own. love some. I'd love, <laughs> love tea. tea. I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. What sort of tea you got? Uh, Earl Grey and peanut butter. Peanut butter? I've been working on the peanut butter tea. Would you like to try some? You know what? I'm intrigued by this peanut butter tea. And I've got re- real tea. Real- reality. That sounds bad. <laughs> I'll have your peanut butter tea, please. Can I try some? Sure, man. Okay, let me just pour yeah, some please, of this peanut butter tea out. How's your day been, guys? It's been good? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. You, see my, you see my time machine? No. Wait, sorry, you say your time machine? Yeah. It sounds like you are the time travelling guy then, because the guy we know has got a time machine. What? Does it look like this one? Yeah. Well, there's no picture of the file. <laughs> then we don't... <laughs> I'm not sure, sure if... Well, uh, this is all very fishy. Just hold... Let me get some... Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good. Real peanut butter. <sighs> Sorry. Went down the wrong hole. I'm just going to pour this in my bed. Your anus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I, I think we should probably look into this. It's time machine. Okay. But there's no more time. <laughs> Machine, because he's vanished in his time machine. I want a week. I'm back. I want a week. I want a week into the future, guys. I've been here for a week. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow, this is strong peanut butter tea. And scene. Okay, see, that's already a better scene because, like, um, we 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 gave the audience what they didn't expect. We gave the audience what they didn't expect, but also it was in the state of New Jersey. That was also unexpected, yes. Very, very, very unexpected. Um, also, the peanut butter tea, um, yeah. like, uh, which I feel... W- w- it, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all. But you also led to the inevitable moment where he's going to fire away in his uh, time machine. Also, announced unceremoniously <laughs> by the person, well, we've run out of time machine, because he's gone. <laughs> there wasn't any sound effects. There was nothing to indicate that he'd actually gone anywhere at all. It was just one of the characters saying... We've run out of time, machine. Time machines aren't making any noise. And Why aren't they making any noise? They go into the future. Well, I would always imagine as a storytelling technique that if uh, you're going to travel through time, it would be quite obvious you're traveling through time, you know? Like, uh, what type of noises would you make? I don't know. Um, I imagine something like... Something like that. That sounds like an accordion. Does it sound like a accordion? Yeah, I'm not accordion. Accordions are different in the future. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why yeah, it yeah, sounds like one of your future songs, actually. Exactly. What do you call that music? What type of genre is that? Music. Just called music. Yeah. That's the only yeah. genre there is now. Okay. Okay. This has been a very, very disturbing um, insight into the future of mankind. But I'm glad we were able to talk about H.G. Wells' uh, time machine and get the insight of actual time travellers today. Um, I I think we had one negative review from you. You didn't like it that much. No, I don't like the idea of time travel. You don't like the idea of time travel? I don't think anybody should do it. I mean, you are a time traveller. I traveler. know, I don't like it. Do you, do you miss home? Uh, a little bit, yeah. He misses Douglas home. Former... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Engel, right. Like, I'm trying to get a sensitive answer from this uh, time traveller here. I feel you're making light of his homesickness. Do you miss Douglas home as well, though? I do, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. But you miss home. You miss, miss home. I miss... I wish Future was here right now to take me home, but... I'm stuck here, you know. I'm uh, making do. Uh, I'm finding as many dogs as I can. I'm buying plastic. You're still going to go through with that plan? I might as well. <laughs> okay, right. I might as well. I, I feel that like it's probably not a good thing. Nah, yeah. Let's give let's see, give it a shot before you kind of. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I I, I wish you all the best. You want to do you want to plug your business then? 
Uh, if you've got any plastic to sell or not for me to buy, please, <laughs> please uh, find me on the street. I'll be walking around sometimes. Just come up to me and, and go, I'll sell you plastic and I'll buy it from you for a good price. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you're losing the whole dog meme thing. Yeah, 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 you're losing that. That's good. That's good. I, 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 I wouldn't. I'm want still kidnapping dogs, but I'll lose the dog meat thing. <laughs> okay, just gonna kidnap them for fun, for kicks. Yeah, who's gonna kick them? Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Angle. I mean, like, uh, do you want to plug anything? Must you? No, he yeah. doesn't need plugging. It plugs itself. It's gonna drink of the future. Okay. All right. Um, I. You know what? It's been an absolute pleasure having you both on this show today. I would just like to plug the podcast and just make an announcement. We are moving to a fortnightly uh, showing because everybody's very busy with their lives and I wanted to get a weekend back. So Faking Up will be going out now on a fortnightly basis. Don't worry. It will mean we have more time to plan each episode so we can come out with gems like this, uh, which was all... Thought, clearly, clearly planned, planned mm. and focused uh, ahead of time. Um, but you know what? Like, you can always reach us at bakinglitpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Uh, find us on Facebook, Bakinglit Group. And as always, you can subscribe, like and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and hopefully very soon, Spotify. Watch for space. Uh, but until next time, my name has been Chinsi. Keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye-bye. I love you. Actually, before we go, why don't you play us out with some future music uh, from the future? Actually, I've changed my mind. Stop. Music. Stop. Stop. I've changed my mind. That was terrible.